0: Hey, it's us, Amanda and Megan. Glad you're here. Grab your juice box. Let's dive right in. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, welcome, especially to Monica from About Progress. We are so excited to have you here as a fellow parent and podcaster and as an advocate for progress. Monica is a force to be reckoned with when it comes to women supporting women growing into living with a purpose, and connecting to our greater potential. And we especially love that she helps others find fulfillment in the mess of progress. And let's be honest, parenting can sometimes, or like all the time, look a bit messy. So if you haven't listened to Monica's podcast, About Progress, go listen. And follow her on Instagram at About Progress. She is an actual wealth of knowledge.
1: You're gonna go down a deep rabbit hole as I did Same. this Aww. week. In fact, I just got the one I listened to most recently, I think it was actually a pretty recent episode of yours was one with the ultra marathoner. Oh, yeah. What's yeah. his name again?
2: Sid Garsman. That's right, Sid mm. Garsman.
1: Um, I listened to it and I was like, wow, I feel like I could run an ultra now. But I think you yes. you have very interesting guests and very um unique ideas about how to grow as a person. And for some reason it like I, someone else could talk to me about it, but then when I listened to it on an episode of yours, I was like, yeah, you're. I should do this. It's like, <laughs> what? I've heard this idea before, but there's something about Monica's voice, I guess, convinced me to do otherwise. So Thanks. will you please tell our listeners
2: like a little bit about your story, your mission? Kind of tell us how you got sure. here. So I'm, I'm a mom of five, and I actually don't talk a lot about parenting on my podcast, <laughs> but it's why I got into my work, and it's mostly because I saw I wasn't being the mom I wanted to be mm. to my really young kids mm. that in my pursuit of being a good mom and making my needs last in order to make sure everyone was happy. Nobody was happy.
0: Mm. Yeah.
2: As, you know, including me yeah. it, yeah. it, it stem from the top Yep, and just hit this um, moment as I was approaching my 30th birthday and it's now been many years. So like it's been eight years since this milestone for me where I realized I am on the sidelines of my life and it's hurting everybody. And that went from my own habits, but down even to just me having my own hobbies Mm -hmm. and interests and things Mm -hmm. I, I wanted to do with my life. So before my 30th birthday, I started this list that has now turned into the do something list. And Mm -hmm. the whole point of it is to do something. Yeah. Not all, not nothing. And I've done it every year since, but that first list changed my life in ways I didn't even realize during that time. And it's in many ways, it was just more, it helped me prove myself wrong that I could prioritize myself and nobody Hmm. would die. Um, (laughs) you know, that, and also it helped me see that I can fail at things and it be okay. Hmm. Because before that, one of the biggest reasons why I was on the sidelines was because I thought in order to do the things I wanted to do, I had to do the all of all or nothing. Sure. And that mm-hmm. I paid that price sure. really um, deeply in my early mm-hmm. 20s. And I didn't want to do that ever again. So this whole pursuit of doing something and trying and working on progress outside of perfectionism changed my life. And in the pursuit of being messy... I started my podcast mm-hmm. because I was already good at failing things by that point. <laughs> and I was a pretty terrible podcaster, I think, for a while. And I've now done it for seven years. And mm. I, I think I just get better and better at it. But yeah. the here's the thing that's full circle for me, though. Learning how to be messy and, and lean into the mess of progress, I, I have grown exponentially. Mm. But I'm also exponentially a better parent sure Mm. like so this was Mm -hmm. all inspired by me realizing these kids have a scary mom Mm. (laughs) and it's it wasn't even me like it scared me sure who I was and then but now it's different like I'm me Mm. and and, I mean that's the not nutshell version of my story and why that's what I uh, do with about progress is help women lean into progress yeah. and mm-hmm. finding themselves and taking care of themselves but not in that toxic positivity way that we so often get the message of um out in the world mm-hmm. that you just have to like wake up today's your day wake up at 5 yes. a.m right. do everything here's right. here's all the prescriptions it's yeah. much more gentle and yeah. it's much more like a mess is allowed
0: mm-hmm. yeah well when you say mess is it safe to say mess is similar to imperfection leaning yeah. into the imperfection and being okay with that acknowledging yeah. it at least
2: yeah and even it's, it's owning that the mess is the point. Like that's mm. that's how you grow. Mm-hmm. That you're doing it right if things are a little messy or if you have to have big pivots or you experience failure, you're not doing it wrong. You're doing it right. That's yeah. what it looks like.
0: Yeah, or like your list, you're doing it.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah That is parenting, right?
1: No matter how hard you try, there will not be perfection. And if there is perfection, it is probably not a, a safe Home. It probably is a very unhappy home. Right. And I think that why I find Monica's podcast so interesting is because um, we are fed a certain script about what perfection looks like Mm -hmm. or sounds like or what kind of car they drive or what kind of home they live in. Mm -hmm.
0: How well their kids behave.
1: And yes. And mm -hmm. someone even mentions that in this episode. It's like Mm -hmm. how, like, there's a lot of submissions from our listeners Mm -hmm. that kind of hint out the type of perfection or progress that we are that we are fed and you don't touch on those things at all that is not what that's not, not what to. you talk about <laughs> I mean that's and the it's, whole point yeah. It's, yeah it's different and I think that's why you've been successful for so long because people are ready for different yeah. they don't want to hear the same old thing right right so it's really unique I think it's really fun so if if as our listeners go go listen to about progress they're really um consumable episodes. They are not super long. Mm -hmm. They are just really quick and you can get a lot in just those 20 minutes. Fascinating. Yeah. 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 And you have some great guests too. Mm -hmm. Thanks for boosting my ego today. I just came here for that. So (laughs)
2: feels
1: good. Oh, welcome to A for Effort. Okay. So the whole, so I know that the uh, whole point of A for Effort is to prevent people from Uh, listening to all the unintentional birth control that people provide out in the world, right? So if you're on the fence about having kids, maybe skip this episode. Or you can listen with a big open heart and open eyes and learn a lot because um, being a parent is real and it's really great, but it is a lot of work. So we're going to get real tonight because we've got three moms on the couch and we've got a lot to say, okay?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we asked our listeners to share with us what they thought they knew going into parenting. But then you actually realized that you knew nothing. And with Monica being all about making progress as a person, so through learning and growing daily, we want to look at all these submissions as tidbits of information to help prepare you, the future parent, or you in the thick of it, mm-hmm. for your parenting journey mm-hmm. ahead. Mm-hmm.
1: It almost feels kind of like it. A- told you so episode like which huh.
0: actually feels really good. Yeah. your
1: words episode yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah, I don't know why you thought that we told you that way back in episode 75 <laughs> where were you okay so this first submission from one of the listeners and these are our listeners and Monica's combined so there's a lot here um, one of the listeners said I was not prepared for how much kids would complain about their stomach hurting which is honestly a daily occurrence your guys complain about it as often as my kids
0: no girl I've heard your kids yeah
2: No, maybe what about (laughs) yours? I don't know. No my my oldest has had like major like stomach issues, so yeah, we've dealt with that. Yeah, but But, like serious ones. Well, I mean, enough that she like we had a colonoscopy a couple years uh, ago to see what was going on, but we've never found anything out, so we just. Oh, you know, keep pumping starved. her with Miralax, you know? Yep. And, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Bless no, actually, Miralax. Miralax. Yeah. Is like, oh, we it do keeps those, like the cure-all. Really? <laughs> yeah, it kind
1: of is.
2: Okay. This is also a sidetrack,
1: but really fast. I was at an appointment today and the nurse was like, yeah, you know that people who live at higher altitudes have bigger like tummy issues. And I said, huh? what? Really? I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, oh yeah, people who live at higher altitudes are constipated more. And I looked at her and I was like, what? But, did, did you
0: ask her for a, a reference or like what medical issue, journal that
1: came from? I could have, but I didn't. I was just so shocked. But you give your kid Miralax, I get my kid Miralax. Same. What? I know. So obviously <laughs> these tummy troubles are an altitude thing. Huh. Just need to move. Yeah, yeah. well, okay back to the coast off we all go
0: there you go well I thought kids were like the actual medical marvel because one minute they are writhing in Mm -hmm. agony from some mysterious tummy pain but as soon as like you cuddle up with them on the couch have a comfy blankie maybe turn a show on they are magically recovered and you know pump them full of Miralax it's a miracle yeah
2: one two punch Mm -hmm. cuddles and Miralax (laughs) <laughs> we should write that on a sweatshirt.
0: Okay, another listener said, "I thought my children would dress cute, not homeless."
1: So I'm going to venture like Janie and Jack kids, like you know the the store Janie and Jack. Yes. Sad
0: beige children.
1: What I love the sad beige children. <laughs>
0: I know you do.
1: <laughs> I thought that my kids were going to dress like Janie and Jack. Mm. I really did, and. Boy, darn it! Spider Man got us how good. Well,
0: it seems like the effortlessly disheveled look is trendy right now. Anyway, yeah, I and know, I, just lean into
1: it. Yeah, you have
0: a middle schooler aged mm. child. It feels like disheveled is the look right now.
2: Oh gosh, I think I'm the wrong person to think uh, to talk about that. Um, only because my kids go to a hippie school. Do oh. they? Yeah, what they does go that to a charter like? school like a Waldorf. Oh, cool. That's yeah. it's awesome. Yeah, cool. but like the that is the the look really it's just homeless which means we fit right in because <laughs> i mean this year um, and this is this is uh, not to knock anything down right uh, no, like right, that right, right. okay but my we've been just shopping second hand anyway great I mean, it's almost, which we like, their clothes love get oh, torn apart yeah. so much way better so it's just been really nice that way it doesn't better. matter what they yeah. look like at their school yeah yeah, yeah. So i'm like okay does your middle schooler i haven't i does he have a mullet um okay I'm my middle schooler does not have a mullet okay uh, because she's a girl but oh. uh, she could have a mullet <laughs> I mean <laughs>
1: 2024 she could yeah, yeah she could but
2: I did have my one of my sons did have a mullet for a while oh, with a baseball mullet oh for baseball Remember I was that? Saying, mm. I mean, like bad. Mm-hmm. I feel like Janie yeah. and
1: Jack, kids, no mullets. No mullets. So now that we're all doing mullets again, it's like, oh, we're way beyond Janie and Jack, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So your son did have one for baseball. Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel like it's gonna. I feel like it's coming. I it's feel like co- one of my It's coming for, for your kids. I, I hated it. Because
2: he doesn't like me to cut his hair, so it like, immediately looks bad like after a week. So. Oh, oh, man. That's stars. Okay. Haircuts. Well, right. Okay. Oh. All right. What do we got up next? So this one is I'd always have... Time to be on top of the dishes, hmm. and I was actually thinking about this the other day when we we lived in the Bay Area for 13 years before we moved to Utah, and for 10 of those years we didn't have a dishwasher. Mm. Oh and my word! Of those years, Brad was like never home. Yeah, my my oldest, who we've been talking about, she's she's autistic, so she's very literal. Oh. So she <laughs> called him Brad for years because we never saw him. Like yeah. it just was like she only heard me talking on the phone to him, like Brad, 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 oh. Brad. So. He was never home. And so I just got to the point where I would wait to do the dishes sure. until nighttime. Sure. Yeah. So each night it was like an hour and a half mm-hmm. long thing. Mm-hmm. So we just, I'd put on a show like on a sledge and yep. do the dishes. So I really resonate with this one yes. because yes. that was my life for a yes. long time.
0: Yeah. Well, we are very similar because my husband works crazy long hours mm-hmm. and a lot of times overnight. And so I, too, will not get to the dishes until the end of the day. And for my kids, it's like they're playing Jenga by dinner time, yes. you know, to see, like, yes. how can we stack it? And we also have a motion-censored faucet oh. now in our <laughs> sink. So, like, if you stack them just right, you can avoid turning the sink on. So, yeah, it's it's Jenga. And it's just – I love this – this submission it's just a struggle that is very very real the dishes multiply like rabbits and by I the do. end of the night we Me just do. get to take care of them too
1: yeah but I, I even as someone who has a dishwasher mm-hmm. it's still hard to stay on top yeah. of them no like, it is yeah. so put them all in the kids throw stuff in like oh yeah you have to rearrange it, just yes. so they get washed yes yes totally so even then, it's kind of one of these jobs that at the end of the night, is just always there. But I don't actually mind it, you guys. I, I yeah. do find it very cathartic to like, put in my earphones and just sit there and do the dishes. Same. Megan's shaking her head. Monica's with me. Yeah. No, because, that's the best. And my husband will let them all dry, but I will even dry them myself and put them away so I can go to bed and be like, oh my goodness. I just listened to an entire book of Bridgerton and <laughs> the kitchen's clean. Like, it feels so good, right? Yeah. Oh, I love that feeling. You come over, so over and do my dishes. dishes. For listen yeah, to another faucet, episode. Your faucet is like haunted i am not using (laughs) your faucet no 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 you're not selling us on that faucet. yeah yeah it's bizarre i will not okay so this next one is actually pretty interesting this listener says i was so against co-sleeping now i
2: just want to sleep this makes my mouth drop like proverbially but probably it literally does because i whenever a kid comes to my bed i do not sleep same. Same I feel like yeah, I think we're all in
0: the same camp. Yeah. So
2: maybe it's just certain kids just love to cuddle and are like very sweet and or, or adults. Or, or adults. certain adults I love. know, it. adults okay. Okay. who are very
1: cuddly mm-hmm. and they like when their kids cuddle with them. But yeah. see, I'm like the rest of you two. Yeah. I cannot sleep if no. someone else Absolutely is my bed. Absolutely not. Yeah. Do not touch me. So this me. is interesting. So presumably they co-sleep. And if you sleep better, I'm great, just sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Just sleep, yes. Yeah.
0: We will validate that. Yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Another listener said, I would be more patient. But parenthood tests my patience more than anything. Hmm. Yeah, parenthood is a crash course in patience, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. This listener's honesty about patience being tested is very valid. And I have to remind myself that it's OK to not always have everything figured out, to not always be patient. We can't mm-hmm. always be patient. Um, and we are also huge advocates for taking a moment for yourself. Monica, I know you yeah. feel very strongly yeah. about this.
2: Yeah, I feel yeah. like that's also helpful when you do have a moment of impatience to just be like, time out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, need to, I need a minute. Mm-hmm. So then you can do the whole repair work. Aren't mm-hmm. we so glad that we live in an age of repair as parenting? Yes. It's like, okay. Yes. Repair. Yes. That word.
1: Yes, I honestly was not good at repairing until probably a year ago. I'm not yeah. I'm not joking. I follow Ralphie simply on purpose and she talks a lot about repair and it, that word you guys just never came to mind. I never hmm. even thought of that. And so once I started seeing it as like, oh, I need to be an example of like how to how to repair the situation, it really changed perspective for me. But like this listener, I just assumed that I would have endless yeah. buckets of patience to give my children. And I don't, and I feel like I often have more patience with other people's kids, which frustrates me sometimes. It's like, mm-hmm. well, why, mm. why can I listen to that kid click his pen 4,000 times? than when my kid does it, I'm like, no, you know, like, why is it not the
2: same? It hmm. irritates me, but yeah, I don't, I'm, I don't have a lot of it. No, yeah. no, I think we're all on the same boat there, which is actually yeah. really comforting. Just yes. like, it's okay. Yes. Yes, That's okay. Absolutely. Well, thank you. See, I feel validated now. Thank you, you guys. Okay. <laughs> here's another one. I did not like kids and now I kind of like them. <laughs> what a surprise. Like, closing, I really fire. like the honesty. <laughs> now I kind of like them. You know what? I I was um one of the rare kids in my family. All of my siblings got married and within a year had their first kid and, and we had our first three and a half years in. Mm-hmm. And um, for us, it was more by choice, mm-hmm. and they were so worried that we weren't going to ever have children. Really? But yes, just because hmm. we waited um that long. But I was twenty-five when I had my first, so yeah. it wasn't like I was no, that's, that's no. Yeah.
0: you were you were still <laughs> well, in I your mean, early childbearing early. years. Yeah.
2: We
1: waited four years, and oh, really? I was twenty-five also. Huh. But I have no regrets. I mean, I don't think anyone yeah. has regrets. Like, no, it's it worked out the way it did, but.
2: Well, but it's great. the thing about it, though, is I I talked to my sister about it because she was like, I'm a very selfish person. And mm. I thought, because I was just talking about like, how do you know, how mm-hmm. do you feel now that you have kids? Because she had her so quickly and she's like, yeah. but I'm selfish for my kids. Like now that <gasps> I have my kids, I'm selfish still, but I'm selfish for them, too. Well, interesting. So I was like, hmm. Interesting. I like that. Huh. Interesting.
1: See, the things you, you, yeah, these are less See, these are lessons you cannot learn sans children like you have to be around kids to experience these things and that's yeah. why they're very unique lessons right yeah. so and it, yeah i that's very interesting i think i learned i think there's lessons to be learned by having you had a honeymoon baby basically
0: basically and you've, yeah. you've
1: talked before about how that was unique for your marriage and your life and yeah
0: yeah but uh, we were we were 25 when we got married so mm-hmm. i had my first at 26 and i think mm-hmm. we did have that feeling of urgency just sure. because you're sure. so old. <laughs> Practically <laughs> grandparents at that point. Yeah. We but we felt that uh, sense of urgency. We felt like it was yeah. what we needed to do. But in yeah. hindsight, sure. it was just such a crazy time of life. Yeah. That yeah. I do wonder if maybe it would have been beneficial. I mean, it's hindsight's twenty-twenty, and yeah. we're so glad that we made the choices that we made. Yeah, I think sure. we all feel that way. But and I do sometimes out. wonder, like, oh, what could we have done with an yeah. extra well, we even three that about or four years? Married. Like yes. since I was twenty
2: one ah. and I moved to the Bay Area and this dental hygienist was like doing my teeth and she's like, You are married and you're twenty one and she could not get over it. Brad and I were so offended. Yeah. And now we talk about it a- all the time yeah. well, like now do you look like how she yeah. was right we were yeah. babies like well, you we look were, at your wedding pictures uh, and you're like yes Whoa. yeah do you, did you feel that way do you yes. feel that way i look at my wedding picture i'm like oh my gosh what were my parents thinking <laughs> i know they let me do that so we yeah we talk about that all the time like you yeah. can't go back and change uh-uh. things like it. you're so glad it happened mm-hmm. but also you're right like, wow yes yes how 100%. do we do that 100 <laughs>
1: i just like that listener's honesty about not liking kids but you know listener whoever you are Sometimes there are still kids I don't like. Okay. (laughs) You don't have to like every kid out there. They're not all great. Yes.
0: (laughs) But they are great because that's also the point of our podcast. Uh, Kids
1: are so wonderful. 98% are great. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So this next listener says, I thought I knew how to parent the different personalities of my kids. And then I realized Mm. I really did not. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like trying to solve a Rubik's cube. Every uh-huh. time you think you get one side oh matched mm-hmm. up, then you look at the other side and you're like, oh,
1: yeah, oh, we're
0: all out of sorts totally. again. Cool.
1: Totally. Well, you two have middle school kids. So I would imagine, tell me if this is true or false, that the personalities kind of evolve over time. Like as soon as you figure out how to parent one season of that one particular child, it's time to move to preteen or teen. Does it feel like you're experiencing that now with your
2: how, how old is your oldest again? He's 11. Okay. Yeah, my oldest is 12. Mm-hmm. I, can, I feel like we just... I don't want to be like a wah-wah, but since she's autistic, we just kind of have a different experience. For she's sure. just really childlike, mm. and she wants to stay a child. So okay. I don't feel like I've experienced it yet, but my 10-year-old, I'm starting to see it. Is mm-hmm. it boy or girl? Boy. A boy. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So I can start to see that. But yeah, the whole each child though is so different and yes yeah. just certain personalities you like get along with a little bit easier and that is kind of like that's true yeah this it's easier for me to parent that kid because i yes. get their personality and that yes. Was yes. so different so yeah. it's harder but then
1: can brad can your husband parent that one that you yeah i guess so right i say i say yeah, yeah and, and i work it. i have a, yeah. if i can't do one thing i one child that particular time i will say okay Aj, you got to step in. Yeah, and usually Tap he out. can. Yeah, usually he can pick up where I left off. Interesting. We, can your husband
0: do that? We have one that we both. I'm not sure either of us really hmm. are that child's person, sure. and so he's kind of our constant, oh, like trying to figure person. out who can help this child yeah. in the moment right now, or who has more the bandwidth to to help that one in particular.
2: Where the village comes in.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. With that one, yeah, very, very much interesting. so.
1: Yeah. 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 Well, that's how, that's how it goes.
0: Okay. Another listener says it was simply easier than it has been.
1: You guys, this, this one hit me the hardest. Yeah, do you, how mm-hmm. do you feel about
0: this sentiment?
1: Yeah. I honestly thought the parenting was going to be easier. <laughs> <laughs> I really did. From the years yeah. of babysitting, I basically was an expert by the time I gave birth. And then I realized, huh, yeah. you did not know anything.
0: Mm-hmm. well Monica how was it with you with teaching because you yeah. see how all of these yes. kids are being raised and where they're coming from and did you ever mentally think oh I'm I'm not gonna have kids like you I'm mm-hmm. like I'm sure. gonna do things differently sure I than mean, what I see
2: I feel like it's one of those weird things like when you are someone else's village and you know mm-hmm. you're doing a good job mm-hmm. as helping that kid then you feel like you're gonna come into parenting and have that same kind of experience of knowing you're doing a good job with your own children. Yeah. Just like you're able to do for someone else's children. Right. But yeah, like just we are talking with a different personalities, there's so many different challenges and you get stretched. Like nothing has humbled us more than parenting. Yeah. Nothing. Amen. Yes. We talk about that all the time. Absolutely. Very humbling. Absolutely. But you just think, you know what you're doing and then you realize you don't,
1: but doesn't, doesn't the world truly make it seem easier Oh yeah, like it does. Like you look at movies and just like you watch other parents at the playground, and you think, "Oh, that seems pretty easy."
0: They're having an uninterrupted conversation for five minutes. Yeah, wow. But
1: then when you're in it, you're you think that is not what the movie. That is not how Jennifer. What's her face? Garner. That is not how (laughs) she parents. (laughs) I would like
2: to see her really parent.
1: Actually, me too. Yeah, because she's she's always the mom and follow her on Instagram.
0: She's that's real.
2: well, I, really her,
0: I think her kids are older now anyway. Yeah. yeah. So I don't I think could she go is back. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no, right? I tried right. kind to of picture that. So right. dang it. I think you're right. <laughs> yeah, she's having yes days
1: every weekend. Uh, yeah. with well, her that's kids, actually her loss because yeah. you go through so many cars. That way. <laughs> oh, it's dumb. So many. Dumb. OK.
2: This next listener said, I've learned that it's nurture over nature 100%. Mm. And this is where I'm like. Do, you yeah. have, do we all agree oh, with this? I don't agree. I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm
0: in like the half and half camp still. How Same. How do you feel about it? What did you say?
2: I'm half and half because my kids, like I feel like our mm. oldest two, um, have been were just so incredibly challenging. They have some special needs mm-hmm. that when mm. our third came and like suddenly it was so easy to parent oh. him. Yeah, like I was like, this is just the way he came. Like he's just like we just got his um parent, you know, where they send you the, uh-huh. the teacher stuff. Like his report the card. The report that H- you, I was his, like, what is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah his, a, not report card, but like his, yeah. guys, what's the, some, <laughs> yes, progress yes. yes? Progress report, yes. thank sure. you. Okay. But the teacher, like the first line is like, your child is a treasure, Aww. and like as we read that, we're like, we are so glad though he was our third because if he had been our oldest, we would have thought Aww. that we were amazing mm. parents. Mm-hmm. But instead, it's just who he is, and not to say my other kids aren't great because no, they no, are. They're absolutely. just so different. different. Absolutely, they're so different. Each absolutely. one of them. But yeah. yeah, I I think half and half though. Still, I think the nurture thing is huge. Agreed for sure. Agreed. Yeah.
1: No, I would I would say that too because there's many behaviors that my children have that i can pinpoint on my husband and i go oh Hmm. that is me loud and clear i can Hmm. hear it that's the nature and then coming out but i do have i have had experiences where there's been a certain behavior Or a certain thing that my children are doing that I don't love. And I've discovered that I can kind of nurture that behavior away. I mean, a good example is my four-year-old who has just been like physically abusive to (laughs) everyone in preschool. (laughs) And after like some real, after some real, um, I doubled down on this behavior big time earlier this month. And he has made a complete 180. Oh, that's and so amazing. this was a let. So when this listener wrote this, I thought, oh, I know exactly why you are writing this mm-hmm. because there is a lot of parenting that can be done through nurturing, yeah. a lot. But he does he still want to punch me in the face? Yes, he does. But <laughs> I have tried to nurture it out of him, so now I can <laughs> catch his fist before he gets me in the face. So
2: that's that's neat. That's nature and nurture in action. I think hmm. nurture like- is like where you can have hope. Like, as a parent, like, that you at least can try to mold or redirect and and help them out. I agree. Unless, like, your kid says crap a lot. Like, my (laughs) they were really little. And I'm like, that's that was a nurture mistake. At least it was crap.
0: There's (laughs) there's also something to be said about the nature. I remember hearing stories about my grandma would tell my mom, don't... Kill my spirit mm. when I was a little girl, mm. and I hear that a lot in two of my children in particular. Sure. That I have to remind myself, like, don't, don't kill their spirit, don't dampen who they already came as, because yeah. they came as fireballs. Just mm. sp- were
2: you a fireball?
0: I look had Monica, a, st- look I had a strong, <laughs> I like, I, I yeah, When okay. I was a kid, I yeah. have learned as a kid. To no but uh, i i do have two who are just they just who they are who Mm -hmm. they are
1: they're precocious they are
0: very strong willed very much and i think there is beauty in that and i think there's a way to take the nurture and the nature hand in hand and Mm -hmm. really bring out what you love about who they are already Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. how they came Mm -hmm. but also you know to nurture them to not
1: yeah well this is okay so so we're gonna go off task a little bit or we're going to dive into this a little more because you said, you know, your grandma say, don't kill her spirit or mm-hmm. don't t- what like, yeah, it was something it along those lines. There's, there's I wish I could remember. Phrase, this. There's yeah. a common phrase that parents yeah. use. Do you feel like now with parenting today, it has gone the other direction. I feel like now I'm hearing parents more and more say, I just, they just need to be themselves. I just want them to be themselves. I want them to be true to themselves. I want them hmm. to do X, Y, Z. Hmm. And as a result, sometimes I see those kids and I go, you know what? They that's not an okay behavior. The way they're talking to you is not okay. Or the hmm, way they sure. just treated another child, that's not okay. So I wonder if as society we have gone almost too far to the to the nature side. Like, this is who they are. This they let's let them be them without any bounds. I hmm. think it does need to be a little bit of both, this nature and nurture, like, I want you to be a fireball, and I want you to be precocious and I want you to be a go getter.
0: But I also want you to be respectful I, and kind mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. aware of others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's tricky. I think it's just very, mm-hmm. very tricky. And every parent has to kind of make those boundaries yeah. and decide yeah. what is important to them. Yeah, that's oh, exactly that's right. Tricky. Well, that's
1: parenting. It is a little bit. It's it's hard. It's a little bit. Teeter totter. Yeah, yeah, it is a teeter. Ugh. Parenting teeter totter. That's a really good analogy. Okay, so this next listener says, I thought my kids would always behave in public and that my kids would never do anything bad. Well, now karma came back to get me.
0: Yeah, karma has a way of teaching us some really valuable parenting lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, to all you future parents making the I'll never statements, caution my friend, <laughs> they will come back to haunt you. Rest <laughs> assured, dear listener, you are not alone in this experience. I, no. All the time I spent on playgrounds in Boston being judged for letting my Mm -hmm. three-year-old climb a ladder like Mm -hmm. you just you never know it's gonna come back to you Mm -hmm. it's fine Mm
2: -hmm. you know Brad and I actually talk about this a lot because he my husband's pretty um just a meek kind of personality just more quiet Mm -hmm. and that's how he was Mm -hmm. more as a kid and our kids are mostly not like Mm. we're just very loud and full of personality and I Come to find out, like, I guess I was that way as a kid. Oh. I was really a good teenager. So that's where yeah. I think I'm like, oh, I was such <gasps> a good teenager. But my mom <laughs> yeah. said I was a very <laughs> obnoxious child. Oh, interesting. So yeah. when our kids are misbehaving, like, it just, he does not understand it at all huh. because he was never like that. Sure. So he's convinced that our kids are the only kids who misbehave mm-hmm. in public. Mm-hmm. And I'm always trying to level with him and be like, this is normal. It's yeah. not like, okay. Yeah. It's not okay. But sometimes it's age appropriate. But also, right. yes, it's, yeah, it can be age appropriate. And also it's pretty normal. Like yes. they're not it is. bad kids. They're just normal kids. Yes. Right. 100%. But he doesn't believe me most of well, the time. 100%. I don't even know
0: that it's just your husband. I think it is sometimes society in general forgets what is age appropriate yes. behavior mm-hmm. for kids. Yes. To sit there and watch kids climb things or get messy or play with sticks, It's actually fine. It's totally normal for a kid to throw a fit in a grocery store. Mm -hmm. Very normal. Very age appropriate.
1: But people, I think, just... Forget it. Yes. Oh, my husband and I were just out at dinner two days ago by ourselves. Imagine that on a Tuesday night. It was bizarre. And the restaurant that we were at, we have taken our kids before. And there's a table that kind of has a curve to it. You know, it's very artistic. We were in a super hippie restaurant. And there was a kid who was like sliding down the table like a slide because it looks like a slide. It really does. And the kid kept, and we were eating at that table. So it would shake a little bit every time you would slide on. And my husband finally looks over and he's like, I wish that kid would stop doing that. And I looked at him and said shepherd our son slides on that table every time we're at this restaurant he's like oh yeah and I said see you have because we are without our children you have just forgotten that it looks like a slide it's going to be slid on that's a design flaw they don't want people to slide on it (laughs) fix the table like like that's that is what it's supposed what they're supposed to do right that's how kids behave yeah so I think we just forget but I agree with Monica I hope I hope I never forget I don't want to forget Another listener said,
0: I didn't realize there would be a total lack Mm. of freedom because of the little one always by your side.
1: Okay. So Monica, you have a baby and I have noticed in a lot of your Instagram videos, your baby is strapped to your chest. Oh yeah. I'm at a baby stage. (laughs) Megan, you're at a baby stage. I have a two year old that still sucked my side, but Mm. how do you, how do you manage this as a mom with a baby physically strapped to your
2: chest? So this is our fifth kid, but he was born five years after our last. Mm -hmm. And I've got to tell you, I forgot how hard that feeling is Hmm. to just not have um, autonomy, even like bodily, you know, you just like feeling like, ah, it has been, um, I did my first four were born within six years, you Mm -hmm. know, so you just were used to it, but Mm -hmm. having that gap in between it's been really humbling for me, but also Mm. like really validating for my younger self. Like when I realized we talked about that, like as a young mom, just how I felt like I turned into this different person, but I can understand that better now. Like Mm. with this new lens of doing it now as an older mom, I'm like, yeah, this is, it is a challenge. Like it is a challenge. And in many ways it's like the best part. Mm -hmm. of being a mom i think like having Mm -hmm. kids who just want to be around you and it can also be the part that can make your nervous system go crazy yeah i think that
1: honestly i would be curious to see what the science is behind it because i think you are right i think there has to be this balance between the feeling of of wanting to be needed and want wanting people to be around you because you know i've heard empty nester say something to the effect of like the greatest compliment you could receive as a empty nester is to have your children want to be with you as adults Mm -hmm. right yeah I can see that so I understand that mentality but really by the end of the day you guys when my like when someone brushes up against me I'm always like ah I need some (laughs) some space like it's there I wonder if there is something in the nervous system that is just like for sure by 8 p.m it's just zapped is overstimulated is no longer my two-year-old has started to like i would i usually work out and then i run and get in the shower and she has started to be like i'll get in the shower with you <laughs> and <laughs> sometimes i let her sometimes i don't but honestly most time i don't because i just want to be by myself for like just yeah. a few more minutes but then she's screaming on the other side of the glass door so there's just like all these things that i just think oh, it's only a season i don't want to wish it away yeah. But,
2: I don't know, but you do wish lot. for some. Time. It's yeah. like understand yeah. it's, it's hard but also like it's so fleeting. So yes. it's a fleeting kind of Absolutely.
1: Part. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like we're going to Oh, Kate. Okay. Kate, okay, the next submission goes
2: perfectly into this. Go ahead. All right. I assumed breastfeeding would be so natural. Hmm. I don't feel like I Oof. thought about breastfeeding until I was trying to breast well actually. Absolutely. I read a book called The Womanly Art of Breastfeeding. While I was pregnant, I read a lot of books. Oh, but really? that's probably but even then that was book it is it it was but it was also like it was so one-minded about it that they hmm. made it seem like this is the most magical important ah. thing you can do. So like there was yeah. almost an extra layer of uh, that pressure. sounds
0: almost yeah, more stress inducing sure. than helpful. I don't sure. feel like it was
2: like too like balanced about like sure. oh this is this can be really hard. Yeah. Yeah. Did
1: either of you have any very hard breastfeeding experiences? Or yes. not maybe not like
2: single, maybe not like <laughs> did single? He not?
1: Well, well, not like single <laughs> yeah. things, but like it was really hard to get this particular child or because yeah. my breastfeeding has actually been very limited because every kid I've got less and less milk, and so mm. my fourth one. I only breastfed her for three months. And then it was yeah. just, that was the end. So I have had it very easy. So when I hear of parents who have not, I I can sympathize because really? I think, yes, you hear so many women who struggle with it. You know that it is a valid, yeah. a valid complaint. Yeah.
0: Well, I, my first was so easy, mm. so easy and such a dream. I assumed I'm really good at this and mm. my following children will also just... Be so easy to nurse and that was a lie that was an absolute lie really? and each subsequent kid it got harder and harder hmm. and harder and there were many pints of Ben and Jerry's consumed sure. while crying in sure. between feedings thinking what am I doing wrong I've yeah. done it right before why can't we do it right yeah. now it nursing is a nightmare well yeah it was it? it was mostly latching it turns out two of my babies my number two and number three were tongue-tied ah. but the first one wasn't diagnosed and the mm. second one was but it was when she was six months old it, yeah it was just mm. too late so interesting it, it was what it was but it was just yeah I I empathize with this listener yeah. I mean, so like I much. said,
2: even with my fifth one, I, he also hit a tongue and lip tie. Oh, revised, yeah. And I, yeah. Um, it made me realize why I think some of my other kids had those issues, too. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why didn't anyone look in their yeah. mouths? Yeah. Really? But, you know.
1: Really? Well, maybe just... this is helping this listener. Maybe it'll encourage them yeah. to go in their mouth. But how was it so having a, okay. a five-year break and mm. then going back to breastfeeding? Because at that point, yeah. you almost like, okay, my body is mine again. I'm back on. And then you get pregnant and then you have to breastfeed you're and right, then all of a sudden you're yeah. like I, I I'm not, it's no longer my own like yeah how yeah. was that transition
2: um I feel like uh I don't I didn't connect that to the breastfeeding part to it mm. but mm. it was just more it was so it's, it was really stressful to get him to eat so that I think the stress mm. outweighed the the other things that came yeah. come into play yeah. there yeah yeah like the struggle with the body stuff like yes yeah yes. yeah you're too busy thinking
0: about Feeding your child to worry about your own body, yeah, absolutely. It's a very absolutely
1: mother Mm. fed is best. Fed is best. best. Amen, sister. Okay, this next listener says, "I thought that I wouldn't yell because I hated when my mom yelled at me, but here we are. (laughs) (laughs) Here (laughs) we are. Very honest. We're here. So (laughs) I don't remember my parents yelling at me. Interestingly, so I don't. I'm not. I I don't yell um, like out of anger." Mine is more yelling, like it's time to get your shoes on. But even when I yell like that, I don't, I don't love it. Yeah. So I don't know where I got my air quotes yell, but I sort of think maybe it's just instinctual. Mm-hmm. At some point, you got to raise the volume to get people's attention. I don't know. Are you yep. guys yellers? Monica's not a yeller. No. <laughs> um. Well, no. I, I was that. gonna say I did
2: not think I would be a yeller, but mm-hmm. the things I find myself yelling about are when they're mean to each other. I feel like there's certain triggers like that that just like make you react like almost as a mama bear within your own kids. That's the times where, those are the times I feel like I've yelled. And is a yell um, like, guys, stop Do not treat your sister like that. You know, Uh stuff like that. Uh Uh
1: enough. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's true. But I, it's
0: it's very yeah. similar, very similar when they're at each other mm-hmm. is typically when I end up raising my voice the loudest. Yeah. So that's
1: kind of an interesting reaction, you two, because don't you think that sends a message to your kids of like, oh, we are out of line. Mom is now involved. I don't know. So I, hope so. I mean, mom, I, I don't know it hasn't that. worked yet. If not <laughs> yourself, does that, I think it was a message to your kids of like, oh, if mom is now getting riled up we must have taken it too far, right? I'd almost be more concerned if you're sitting on the sidelines going, hmm, hmm, oh wow. I mean, it's not common, but I did actually have a
2: conversation with one of my kids the other day. I was like, have Mm. you noticed that the times I immediately get the most upset are when you are being cruel? Yes. Ah. And what did they say? Yeah. Yes, they notice that. Uh, <laughs> so uh-huh. I don't know. I think
0: I think they uh-huh. know. Maybe I notice. think they realize I just I'm not sure their cute little brains can compute, mm. can put it together not yet. because they just haven't figured out how to regulate that sure. that, that behavior. Sure. They're still learning. I think sometimes siblings are the safest place for them to practice, Absolutely. right? If they're going to be mean, maybe this sounds awful I'd rather them be mean to each other to learn and to, no I don't want them to be mean uh-huh. Uh-huh.
1: but, but I, I to learn conflict saying...
0: resolution yes within our own home so when they're with friends or other places that hopefully they avoid because they remember oh at home this didn't go over well with mom absolutely I should probably not absolutely. treat other people this way does
1: that make sense yes it makes sense that's science what you just said is science yes <laughs> amen sister <laughs>
0: All right. Another listener said, "I thought that the kids do most of the growing. Mm -hmm. It's totally the adults. Absolutely,
1: Mm -hmm. yeah. That's very wise. I don't know if I would have picked up on that, like as as a young parent. Yeah. But it really is. How many like friends or people can you think of in your lives where the person they are pre kids is one hundred percent different
2: from the person they are post kids? It's interesting. I can think of a few." And you think in like, in a better way, like they've yeah. relaxed more or they've matured more or I can think of
1: many people who have made the most beautiful transformations as they have become parents. Hmm. And I can think of people now that I think, oh, I can't wait to see you with kids. Not in like a revenge <laughs> type, way. well, sometimes in a revenge type way, but yeah. in other other times in like a, hmm. You're not quite going to grow up until you until you experience mm-hmm. watching someone else grow up, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You guys will say it better than I can, but do you know what I'm saying? I thought yeah, I do. Well yeah, said. no, I
0: think it was well said. But also, why isn't there a parenting boot camp? At this point, yeah. like, why are we not given classes of toddler negotiation tactics and mm-hmm. bedtime mm-hmm. ballet and time management mm-hmm. and spontaneous dance party training? All of these mm, important that things that you nice. learn as you go. Mm-hmm. Why are we not marketing this? Like, well,
2: get on it. I mean, <laughs> you just came. Yeah, that was I will really let people borrow right my children. Yes, <laughs> You put yeah, them to bed.
0: Go. Practice. <laughs>
2: I'm going to help You, even <laughs> <so>. yes. <laughs> yeah. see,
0: this uh, we are on to something problems. right here yeah, <laughs> yes.
2: babysitting and helping people be parents you Done. know it's funny as you we were talking about like people getting more mature i think parenting has like before i was kind of known as my family's know-it-all like, like oh, that was my reputation like oh monica she knows everything mm. uh-huh. but parenting like i said has been so humbling that i think it's made me be like i know nothing mm. but like in a good way it's kind of made me just deal. like Step off my judgy ladder. Sure. A whole lot. Sure. Like, I just, I do I do sure. not judge now. Sure. Because yeah. I get it. Uh-huh. Are you the oldest? I'm the fifth, actually. You're the fifth? Yes. What? Very interesting. But, I mean, one yeah. of my nicknames was Mamica. Oh, that's hilarious. That's oh, wait, I mean, fifth out of how many? Seven. Okay. That's amazing. So, I don't know. Yeah. That's okay. My uh, nickname's name Demanda. Sad about so, that. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Demanda. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's yeah. so what my husband calls me. <laughs> it's fine. I think that's, I think, I think you are seeing is really interesting because, um we are pretty quick to judge others and I agree with you. I think that I am slower to judge and I have noticed that I have actually become quieter as an adult. So yeah, I used mm-hmm. to be really loud and like want to take up all the space in a room. And now I feel like being a parent has, has like cha- kind of changed my perspective on my role in a social setting. Mm. And I, I find it easier now to be quiet and just listen. Maybe because I'm also just so tired. I don't know, but, <laughs> but it, it does. Yeah, it it changes. That's what I mean. It changes you, and you don't even know that it's going to, and you can never predict how. But mm-hmm. it just is inevitable,
2: right? Mm-hmm. For, I don't know. for a lot of good reasons, man. Yeah, Hope Monica
1: and I. Are, uh, did you change, or have you always been perfect? Well, <laughs> oh, why are no. you so quiet <laughs> over there? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have. I have been an observer for a long time. Mm. I am much more content to sit back. And watch first, mm-hmm. and learn from that, mm-hmm. and then act accordingly. Sure, that's just how I've always sure. Been, so sure, I don't know. So I it's have, almost
2: been refined like a beneficial skill as a parent. Probably, uh, I have.
0: I have again become much less judgmental and much more humble because I remember sitting back and watching people, and again saying in my head. I will never do that. Yeah. My mm-hmm. kids will never act like that. Mm-hmm. That will not be my family. That will not happen. And again, I learned that I was very wrong. But I still do a lot of sitting back and mm-hmm. watching Certainly. first to
1: learn and then act. But I think that's there. very healthy. You're very non-reactive, which is healthy because I think reactive parents, that can be a little scary sometimes. I would say. Mm-hmm. non-reactive
2: in
0: public, yes.
1: Oh, wait, no.
2: <laughs> So humble. Yeah. Thanks for being honest. Uh-huh. Okay, let's do this next one is, I didn't know how hard it was to get them to sleep.
1: Oh, my goodness. This is their must not have mm. discovered melatonin.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I have never tried melatonin. Well, except maybe like on a vacation, but I do magnesium.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm. I like magnesium.
2: Better.
0: You guys
1: are. You guys are on the. Okay. To yeah.
0: so be
2: honest,
1: I was using melatonin until Megan rebuked me probably six months ago. And now I'm on the magnesium <laughs> I didn't train. You No, I know
2: you polite. You you kindly seared, me, kindly seared me. There are some About you know yeah. melatonin. But and do you guys magnesium. do
1: magnesium every single night?
2: Yes. I'm supposed to. I f- I keep forgetting, which I always oh. remember because I have a kid who never ever sleeps, and every time he like really up, I'm like I forgot to give. Oh, no. wait why does
1: that child never sleep i don't know is it like
2: what okay what number is it what does he do he's what, what our is fourth. He, and fourth and since he's been a baby he's been our hardest sleeper Ugh. like he dropped a nap his naps right at two and all our other uh. kids slept till they were in kindergarten like took their naps uh. but he never goes to sleep he just like he's just awake what? he doesn't need to wow. sleep what time does he go to bed Well, as a five-year-old, he's still like probably not falling asleep until 10. And he's been in his bed for two hours. What time does he wake up? He still wakes up right when everyone else breaks up at seven. No way. And is he
0: like good to go? Yeah. Amazing! That will serve him very well later. I
2: life. hope so. I mean, but that is, but has, is that hard it's on, on you? That is oh, so yeah. Hard. Oh, yeah. It's been like Chinese water torture <gasps> oh. for like the last almost six years. So. That's a really six good years. way to describe. But does he wake up sleep. in the night? Like, does no. he wake you up? Because I would say, it, well, he, none of none of my kids mm. have been good sleepers at night, so that oh. was more part of the course. But no, he oh. doesn't wake up during the night. Like, since okay. he's been maybe two, okay. you know. Okay, so okay, no, the it's when kids wake up a lot during the night that's hard. Th- that's
1: hard on me because then mm-hmm. my sleep is interrupted it's mm-hmm. like oh i'm not a good person the next day but yeah it can be hard to get kids to sleep it, there really mm-hmm. is kind of a, a science to it trial and
2: error and also nature yeah yeah it's a nature thing i feel like some kids mm-hmm. just like are born to be better sleepers well yeah. are you and genetics? your husband good sleepers Oh, I wasn't. This is actually something I've worked on a long time because I was actually that kid that my mom really? could not get me to sleep. Really? So really? Like, maybe I should. This is karma. That's where the karma comes ah, in. Ah, maybe. Here oh, it is. I've had to work on it. Here it is. For, okay. I'm, a, I'm a former night owl. So a worked fork. hard on that. A recovering night owl. Yes, <laughs> I'm a recovering <laughs> night owl. <laughs> what time do you go to bed now? Well, now I go to bed around ten. If oh, okay, earlier. Yeah, yeah, but that's good. I mean, that's another thing that parenting has changed for me, which has been yeah. a good good shift. absolutely absolutely
1: um okay this next submission says i thought children just ate (laughs) living things instinctively eat to survive right (laughs) wrong uh sometimes (laughs) sometimes if it's i mean goldfish and gummy bears yeah totally honestly you guys i think my so (laughs) this tells you the season of life we're in so i started buying i know it's not that great but i did at costco you know those um mini vegetable trays have you seen those? Seen it those. comes in a pack of six yes. and it's a mini vegetable tray. So not Ooh. the big party one, yeah. but it has broccoli, carrots and celery. And then like a little container of ranch. I bought those like as an experiment, probably two weeks ago, just put in the fridge. Well, my kids have started coming home from school, whipping open those, those veggies and they will devour them. That is brilliant. Yes. The other day for lunch, both of my big kids only packed soup dumplings and a veggie tray. And that's what they wanted for their school lunch. And I thought, Oh my stars. So I've started buying those. And I know there, you guys, could I cut up my own carrot
2: sticks? Yes. Could <laughs> I cut up my own broccoli? opportunity cost. Yes, <laughs>
1: absolutely. But I think they, it's just the convenience of yeah, it. Uh-huh.
2: But they probably like the novelty too, of like tearing off right. the, yes. the and cover.
1: It's, it's like, okay, no one can else, but it's like yay big. So everyone could have their own. Sure. And they, they all eat them all gone. Um, I tell myself that that is how they're going to get their nutrients. Because when we're at home, they really, they're like, can we have veggie straws? No, it's breakfast. We're having, you know, Turkey bacon? No, no. I want veggie shots Like you guys,
2: you're eating air.
1: Yes, yes. I know it says air veggie, but yeah. it's not. They sprinkle it with spinach dust. That's <laughs> Like children don't eat. They don't eat. So do you? Let's see. I know you're a kid. You have one little picky eater. Yeah, three. Three of my four
0: are phenomenal eaters. Mm-hmm. But my youngest, they just eat. Just, yeah. yeah,
1: they really do. They will eat, eat everything.
0: Anything. But my youngest just turns her nose up at. Everything, even normal things that normal children will look at and go, yeah. oh, I want to eat that. Juice? Yeah, she won't drink she juice. It's like Amanda's so funny. thorn in her side. She can't get my daughter to drink
2: juice. <laughs> she
1: drinks <say>, the apple juice. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> do you have any do yeah, you have any eaters? Yeah, we're
2: all over the map there. Are, Are you? Real? But the mm-hmm. same kiddo I told you cannot sleep also just can never seem to manage to finish any food. But Really? Yeah. There's probably Are they something just, else going they on They just there. take their time to oh, they eat? Oh, they just keep leaving the... Like I find unfinished food all Uh, over, just all over. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hats are so funny. But just
1: remember, like listener and, you know, reminder to both of us, they're not going to let themselves starve. I tell myself that. They're not going to let themselves starve. Feed them whatever you want to feed them Mm -hmm. and they'll eat when they're hungry. And you yeah. might just be sad for a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Another listener says, there's a huge difference between
0: a textbook on child de- development and parenting. Hmm. Yeah. Textbooks, they give us the theories yeah. and the milestones and the stages. And then the parenting is when we're desperately, you know, flipping through yeah. all the pages of the books. Going, Where's the chapter on convincing the toddler that broccoli is not poisonous? Yeah, like, totally. They're just... There's no textbook for it, yeah. There's which is not. why more books keep getting written.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: I still think it's good to take those, read those books, and take those classes. Though, I remember taking you? fellow Davis Dart with me, Pam Coburn's class, Child Psychology Amazing. at Davis High. It really did help me.
0: Yeah. Really. Yes. What about it was? They so just helpful. go. They
1: just go through the like developmental milestones mentally for kids, and I appreciate knowing that it doesn't. It doesn't come to me when I'm in the middle of a tantrum myself, but like. <laughs> It's good to know. know.
2: Yeah. 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 It's good information to know. Yeah. I didn't know how much of my day and conversations would revolve around another person's poop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. So many conversations. Yeah.
1: But really, don't you feel like it's a season? You have a baby, right? Is your fourth one potty trained? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Five. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Five. That one's... No, I was doing... (laughs) I was like, wait, how
2: old is that kid again? I know. It's such a gap.
1: Yeah. I have one still in diapers. You're out of it. It really is a season, listener. Like, just... Once they're potty trained, probably even a year post training.
0: Yeah, not even when they're potty trained because you still have to go in and do damage control. Yeah, but
1: that's why I say a post yeah, it's, a year oh, post. Yeah. Then you're pretty in the clear. So it's just a season. Yeah. It's just a season. Yeah, I'm potty training is right on the on the horizon for me. I'm I'm getting close. I'm just kinda dragging my feet. So fun. It's a lot of work. And you yeah. know, I'm the person you guys do you guys do this? I potty train day and night at the same time. I'm not,
2: I've never done that. Really? I've never done that either. That's why it's a I lot of work. I didn't even know it was a thing until yeah. quite recently. I'm like, oh wait, that's bigger. You do that? I don't know. I know. Yeah. But
1: that's why I, it's kind of dragging my feet because then I got to wake up.
2: That's a lot. But honestly, yeah. it might be good just to rip off the dandy. It has worked well for our family. Yeah. I have never had
1: a child have an accident in the night. It's it's worked well for us, but it is a bigger shift than just normal potty training, so I think that's why I'm more yeah. trepidatious. Build yourself up. I would part. drag my feet too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So this um this next one says, I thought that kids would listen if you teach them to. <laughs> hmm. I mean, you could teach them. I don't really know what would happen. <laughs> <laughs> Try it. I
0: don't know. The kids, kids have selective hearing i'm sure whatever this listener has taught their kids Mm -hmm. i'm sure the children have learned it well they're just preserving their listening (sighs) skills for the truly important moments right like the the peanut butter cup wrapper and Mm -hmm. and the parental conference whisper just last night my husband and i were trying to like have a kind of a, a quiet side conversation my 11 year old goes Talk louder! I can't hear you guys. <laughs> oh, geez. that's the point. Oh, okay.
2: Geez. We have some sonic listeners. Like they just oh. like can hear across the house. Whoa. We, actually, maybe we don't have a big house, so maybe that's why they can hear us. But <laughs> I'm always like, how did you? How are you hearing this when you don't hear me say like, go get your shoes on? I know. I, th- I know. All the other times, and just like that. <laughs> <laughs> like from the peanuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wah, 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 wah.
0: yeah.
2: You know what? Okay, you know what has actually helped the last year or so. I've been trying to just tell my kids when I speak, can you just acknowledge that you heard me? Because what what gets frustrating is when I'm like talking to them, but there's no reaction. There's Mm. no like, uh huh, oh okay, mom, or yes, I heard you. So I'm just telling them like, did can you? Let me know if you heard me. Can you say, okay, mom? So that's what they're starting to do, and it's helped a lot. That's a good idea.
0: Well, just recently I have been quizzing my kids after I tell them to do something. I was like, what did I just ask you to do? Tell Mm -hmm. me back what I did. And they're Mm -hmm. kind of 50-50 on that, but Mm -hmm. I've noticed they are much better at doing what I've asked them to do if they just repeat Repeat it back to me. Mm -hmm. And it's an extra step, and it's kind of obnoxious, but at least they do what I ask them to do. So, oh, there's no... There's no quick fix or cure. I think it's just a lot of practicing and patience, and yeah, and I yeah. think they do hear a lot more than we realize. They yeah. they yeah. pick up on a lot more.
1: Well, that's why I like the idea of just having them acknowledge ways, yeah. even if it's like a head nod yeah. or just mm-hmm. like "yep, okay." Because that's my frustration is that I feel like I'm just repeating it over and over mm-hmm. to, like, the wall. It's yes. Like, just mm-hmm. just tell me. Just look up. Look yeah. up. And see, That's why I said. I said, like, yeah, okay, look at my eyes. And yeah. Look at my eyes. Did you hear what I just said? You say yeah. that the I say that all the time. <laughs> look at my eyes. But Which is
0: great. And your kids do. They're very they're, good at yeah, it. Yeah,
1: they're good at it. But, you know, it always sounds like at preschool, pick up or drop off, whatever. I'll say, okay, look at your teacher's eyes. And the teachers have started, like, giving them bug eyes, like, <laughs> and I, and I was like, you know, I have to open your eyes like a bug. like they still, you know. But now they think it's a joke. so I think yeah. it's starting to backfire but whatever. Oh. it is what it is it is. Okay.
0: All right, another listener says, I thought that I would have more influence over my children's behavior.
1: Okay, so honestly, I actually think that you do. I don't think you should worry that much about it. I think mm-hmm. that it depends on how old your kids are. You might not see the fruits of your labor now. But I do feel strongly that as your kids grow up, you will start to see your influence pain off.
2: Yeah. You know what I think is really telling is how you see your kids behave for other people there or how is. they treat other kids. Even, you know, we, my biggest frustration as I shared is like how they can treat each other, mm-hmm. Yeah. but then I get more hope when I see how they're treating other kids mm-hmm. at school. I'm like, okay, that's helping me see that you are getting some of what we're trying to teach you about kindness because yes. I can see that you're being kind to that person that other kids are not yes yeah. so that can be really telling yeah. and sometimes not too because you're sometimes you're going to have a puncher
0: right and it's well okay. and again yeah. we don't really see this until I think they get a little older yeah right when they get into the elementary school age it's still hard when they're three four you don't get to see that as much but as they get older you know, six, seven, eight, nine, you start to Mm -hmm. see them interacting more with friends and stepping more outside of themselves. Mm -hmm. And I think that is really telling.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. But also the same like vein, I think it's helpful for us to have, and I I hope this is coming across right, but like a healthy level of detachment Mm. from our kids behavior. Like that our job is to love them, to model the behavior that we want them to have to Mm -hmm. repair as needed, Yeah, but also to acknowledge that at the end of the day, their agency is not our agency. Hmm. And that, mm-hmm. le- like a healthy level of detachment, means that we're not banking our sense of self and how our kids behave and the choices that they make because they will make mistakes. Yeah. Yes. They will yeah. treat other kids poorly. And I remember some of the things that I did, even as a kid who was normally pretty darn good, mm-hmm. but some of the things I'm like, oh, that's not yeah. good. And yeah, so a little healthy detachment, I think, is okay. Yeah. I think mean, that's more than okay. Yeah, well I think that's said. necessary for healthy relationships.
1: Mm-hmm. And those ty- those cringy moments, like I can think back on cringy moments of my own. Those are important. Yeah. Those are necessary to growing up. And I think that they often are the – I don't like that I can recount those memories faster than good ones. Mm-hmm. But I think the fact that, you know, so, oh, I can think of times when I did stuff like that. It helps us not to repeat them and then – we can share those stories with our kids. I, oh, you know, yeah. I've many times said to my kids, Oh, I remember doing something like that as a kid. And it was really embarrassing. And I didn't, and I learned X, Y, Z. I think it makes us more relatable that we each have our own stories. You know, mm-hmm. we are, are individual people. We have our own agency. I think that makes us, makes a relationship more organic and like more natural, you know, mm-hmm. I think that's well I said. Agree.
2: So when I asked my listeners this question like mm-hmm. that we had for the, uh, for this podcast episode I, the amount of laughter like the almost like a maniacal
1: maniacal maniacal <laughs> yeah. yes yes yeah. yes
2: yeah. maniacal uh-huh. laughter was uh-huh. like the most common response yes like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> like, <laughs> how dare you <laughs> ask a question like that so yeah. this one I think just sums <laughs> up what most people did and it yeah. was just like ha, ha, ha. literally everything
1: yes yeah. yes we got a few of those from our listeners too mm-hmm. so you guys it's just it's, it's sh-
0: everyone we're all in we're, the same boat
1: and that's why we all need to be gentle with each other because yeah. we don't know no one knows what they're doing you guys <laughs> no one i'm not even the experts um okay so this last submission says parenting is simply the practice of eating your words yeah feast away we are all in good company yeah yeah you guys it's the most humbling job you'll ever have Mm -hmm. but it's also the most rewarding oh 100 you guys this is so funny just yesterday i was on the phone with a good friend of mine from new york and and she just had number four and she was like it is just hard like i'm having a really hard time and i said do you know why because it is the most important job It is so hard because it is so important. And if it wasn't important, then you could be watching Netflix all day long. Like, the risk Mm. is so great, but the reward is even greater okay i was gonna let you finish that because i was like what is the reward (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) okay even greater (laughs) so anyways that is that you guys it was so fun to have our listeners and monica's listeners with us tonight just a great time Uh, we loved having you please come back like so
2: fun i would love to do this again as As another mom well
1: yeah you provide such a great perspective
2: yes oh good yes and we love that humbled to the dust we are we we
1: are you're in good company monica real fast tell our listeners where they can find you
2: since you're listening to a podcast just you know listen to about progress go search for that and i'm on instagram there and we'll link it in show notes too okay thanks that'd be great
1: okay so with that you guys
0: it is time to put the baby to bed please take a minute to rate review comment leave us some feedback or love we will take whatever you have for us because we love you and appreciate you
1: be a friend to everyone. Bye.